Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome friends to another r slash nuclear revenge video. Today we've got a crazy story of a teacher getting fired and arrested. But first a story from Skidmark's smelly bum. Almost kill someone we respect and put the blame on us? Lose life as you know it. It's the early 90s and I was in my 20s working as an electrician with my best friend. We were known as the Hawkeye, me and Trapper slash Honeycut, old mash reference, team of our crew and we kept everyone on the job site laughing and in good spirits, even in the worst of times. We were working new construction on an elementary school and had been on site since the very beginning. We were two weeks away from punch out, that's where construction's complete and inspections are done looking for any flaws or corrections that need to be made. Anywho, the superintendent over the whole construction site was a major jackhole and had been since day one. He was new and wanting to make a name for himself, it was his first time running a job, and he made several mistakes and always blamed others. Remember me mentioning worst of times? He constantly cut corners to save on cost, which would turn around and bite him later on. He had gotten several good hands fired. He would run good contractors off of the job and bring in his friends to replace them. The drywallers and painters were a couple of examples, and I'd heard that he'd had half the plumbers run off and replaced with his crew as well. He was a total jerk to us electricians as well, wanting us to work overtime but not willing to pay it. He was really wanting to keep us behind so that he could charge the company fines. Our small company brought in a couple of extra hands which pissed him off even more because we were starting to catch up. By the time Christmas rolled around, we were ahead of everyone else and as mentioned, the job was nearing punch out status. Two weeks before Christmas, my friend's car, since I was his roommate I carpooled with him as I didn't have my own transportation, lost its rear end and we, my best friend and I, missed two days of work repairing it. The jerk superintendent saw this as an opportunity and told our job foreman to have us fired, if not run us off the job site. He tried to kick us off the property himself, but since he had no legal means, tried to have our job foreman run us off citing we were unsafe and a distraction keeping others from getting any work done. His argument was dismissed since, as I mentioned, we were ahead of everyone else. It was the day before Christmas Eve, our last day before we would be off for the holiday. He knew our supervisor who was visiting that day was deathly afraid of snakes. Earlier that day, a small rattlesnake had been found hibernating beneath a porta john that had been moved and killed. Gotta love Texas. The jerk superintendent had brought a cooler full of beer for his crew for when the day ended. Well, our supervisor made his rounds, inspecting our work and talking to our foreman, and since we were his last stop, was ready to leave and start his holiday. The superintendent told him to have a beer and pointed out the cooler. Our supervisor opened the lid to the cooler and had a heart attack, literally. The dead snake was inside. When the EMTs finally cleared him, the supervisor was telling him that he saw me and my friend at the cooler earlier that day and blamed us. Of course, we'd have been under the foreman's nose all day, in which half of it was with the supervisor, and our supervisor was aware to the jerkhole's tricks, so he didn't give in to the demands of us being fired. 
Now for the nuclear revenge. My friend and I didn't take kindly to our supervisor being harmed, nor to the blame being pinned on us. Do to us what you will, but do not harm those in whom we have respect. Like I said, it was the last day of work before the Christmas holiday. We had Christmas Eve and Christmas off. After work, my friend and I drove to a bait shop and picked up a gallon of Catfish Charlie. For those who don't know, catfish are attracted to really foul odors, and Catfish Charlie was one of the stinkiest baits used for fishing for catfish. I mean, one whiff will turn your stomach and you will turn green. A cast iron stomach is what's needed not to just lose your lunch. We drove back to the school and around back to where the air handler unit was. For those who don't know, the air handler is the main environmental unit of commercial buildings, AC slash heating. We opened up the main intake duct and dumped the whole bucket of the catfish Charlie and closed the duct back up. For good measure, we had also added about a pint and a half of water and stirred it into a nice thinner paste so that it wouldn't quickly dry out. I did learn that, even though longtime smokers, I could hold my breath for a full minute and a half and my friend a full two minutes, probably due to him being ex-military. Neither of us could see for about 10 minutes due to the tears, and it was a miracle we didn't lose the contents of our stomachs. Even in Texas, winters can get cold, including on the coast. And this was particularly a cold winter, staying in the 20s and teens Fahrenheit. It even snowed on Christmas, not enough to write home about, which maybe happens once every 10 to 15 years. Remember, this was Wednesday, and like I said, we had Christmas Eve and Christmas off. And then the weekend. Four full days for that stink bait to stew in the running heating system. Come to find out later, that jerk superintendent and his cronies had forgotten to lower the main thermostat before leaving for the long winter holiday weekend. The thermostats normally lowered to 50 Fahrenheit when closed during cold weather and raised to 82 Fahrenheit when closed during warmer. Yeah, it was left at 75 Fahrenheit that whole weekend. It's Monday, and my friend and I pulled up to quite the scene that morning. Martians on all fours seemed to be littering the grounds of the school, projectile vomiting spewed everywhere. There was an ambulance and three fire trucks on the scene with firemen in full rubbers, including respirators, running around everywhere. All of the doors and the windows of the school were open with giant fans venting the buildings. The air was putrid, and we turned green upon exiting the vehicle. Oh, holy f- was all I could say. What the heck happened here? Our boss was sitting on the hood of his car next to ours. His breakfast artfully painted the ground. The jerk superintendent and a couple of his guys were in the back of the ambulance on oxygen as they'd taken the full brunt upon opening the building. Okay, let's tally the damage. The smell had permeated everything, and I mean everything. The school, besides the cafeteria, was fully carpeted. The drop ceilings were of the fiberglass type, as well as the insulation, so they absorbed the smell. The walls that weren't cinder block were papered and not painted. Since the inner ductwork was the insulated type on the inside, all of that had to be replaced as well. Needless to say, tens of millions of dollars in damage. Also, a fence had to be erected to prevent such a thing from ever occurring again. Come to find out, the superintendent had skimped on the insurance and pocketed the money. So needless to say, it fell to his company to cover all of the costs. All of his underhanded dealings came to light in the end as well. Needless to say, he lost his job and was arrested, losing his contractor's license forever. 
Our boss never said anything, but I'm thinking due to the way that he always grinned at us after that day, that he had his suspicions that it was us, but he never turned us in and did put in for us for a big raise. Since the smell didn't permeate any of our stuff and our jobs were complete anyways, the plumbers, electricians, and pipe fitters were spared from ever having to enter that mess. Yeah, nearly 30 years. I guess the statutes of limitations are well up, so I can safely tell the story. I want to admit that I do feel ashamed for doing it. Being young and dumb and all is a great excuse, but a good contractor service went bankrupt and a lot of jobs were lost in the end. And from what I hear, the school still has a foul odor, even today. Well, about 18 years ago from what I heard. Yeah, we expected to stink up the place, but did not expect such a result. Edit, I just want to note from a question in the comments. During that time, in the contractor and construction field, there was a major boom. One could quit or lose their job and be working at another company within the hour and generally earning more money. Edit, also brought to my attention in the comments. True, EMTs can't clear someone from a heart attack. I should have worded it better. The EMTs did stabilize my supervisor. He refused to go to the hospital wanting to be home for Christmas. Since the EMTs couldn't force him when they got his vitals stabilized, they left. A week later, an EKG did confirm the heart attack. He was admitted to the hospital for double bypass surgery. Edit. Okay, hopefully last edit. A lot of people want to know if the school still stinks today. I called my brother since he lives down there and I'm no longer in the area. I learned that my friend lied to me 18 years ago when he said it still did. My brother said that five years after the incident, after many complaints, it was torn down and rebuilt. I mean, honestly, it's quite marvelous how much stink could spread. Like, I don't know how it physically works, but it feels like at some point, there would have been so much stink spread around that eventually it had to stop at some point, right? I guess not. Do you guys think what OP did here was reasonable, or did they go a little far with that catfish Charlie? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. One thing's for sure, I learned a little bit more about how construction works, and I learned a lot more about how catching catfish works. Now I know, if anybody ever asks if I want to go catch some catfish, I'm gonna say, sure. You bring in the catfish Charlie? By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every video has awesome stories, like our final story of the day from Azakura. We got a crappy teacher fired, blacklisted, and investigated by the police for inappropriate child material. In high school, I had several classmates who were very well developed and underage, 14 years old, and the German teacher took notice. A lot of the girls got more attention from him. He would bend over their desks in such a way that he could sneak a peek. And he was generally just being a creep. One day we got some tests back and right away we noticed something odd. The chesty girls all got higher grades than the rest of us. Even the kid who was super good at German got a lower grade than them. I went to the principal with a few other classmates who were ticked off that our hard work wouldn't pay off and these girls got a free ride. And we were told... Well, that's just life. They probably studied hard for this test. Spoiler alert, they didn't and were pretty confused about their high grades. We began talking during another class and we noticed some trends. During the class quizzes, they got the easier questions. Their tests were graded more softly than the rest. And the part that weirded most of them out? He spent a lot more time close to them to point out something in the textbook. 
These girls loved the easy grades, but they didn't enjoy attention like that, and they didn't appreciate the teacher acting like a creep. So I gave them an idea. Collect some statements, make a video of him helping another female student, and show it all to the principal. They happily complied, expecting the teacher to get a stern talking to from the principal or someone with authority. So they filmed the teacher blatantly staring at a girl's chest during class, getting too close for comfort with another one, and making weird comments. When they showed the principal, he told them that he saw nothing wrong and to just focus on schoolwork. They were rightfully pissed off, and we talked it over with nearly the entire class. Because at this point, we were all invested in this. And that's when I got a bright idea. We should show all that video to our parents, or post it on social media or something. The following week, we were told the teacher was on sick leave, and a few weeks later, the temporary replacement told us he was fired, but wouldn't say what for. We had our suspicions, though. It wasn't until after I graduated that I heard the full story from an ex-classmate who actually bothered to investigate it. The day after we blasted that video on social media, the school was bombarded with phone calls from parents asking why the teacher still has a job, if he's a predator, why they'd allow a predator to work there, etc. They were furious. The teacher was fired on the spot, and the police investigated him because of all the worried parents thinking he was a predator. I didn't expect what they uncovered though. The guy actually possessed inappropriate child material. Like little kids. At the time, he was still awaiting trial. It had been postponed several times. And I've been unable to find info on his case. So I don't know what his sentence was. I've heard that his wife divorced him as soon as she found out. So he lost his job, future, wife, and reputation. All because he played favorites at school. OP said all because he played favorites at school, but I would say that they did a little bit more than playing favorites at school. Very blatantly, they were doing a lot more, to the point where they could catch it on camera. It wasn't just playing favorites, it was being a proper predator. Hopefully that guy got a very fitting sentence for them, maybe sent to some place where they could tell all their fellow inmates about their very blatant interests, see how well they do there. Also, I just want to say that I think it's pretty disgusting that it had to get to the point where these kids had to go out on social media promoting this stuff for anything to actually happen. And I would say that I hope that the principal had their job reviewed and some kind of review placed upon their role in this and how they tried to deny and downplay all this stuff when it was blatantly happening. Like, when they saw all the stuff that the students brought to them, they tried to downplay it and say they saw nothing. And that was the same stuff that sent these parents into a frenzy? I'd almost argue that the principal seems complicit in trying to protect those kinds of behaviors. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of both of these stories, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 